Welcome to The Shift Report, the hottest new nursing podcast in America. And now, your hosts, Mariam Khan and Wasim Moment. Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of The Shift Report. We are finally doing this. It seems like we did this or probably have thought about it for, what, months now? Yeah, it's been months. And then COVID finally hit, or not finally, but it hit. And that kind of changed things a lot for us. But I'm glad we're finally doing this. Finally. We got some pretty cool content. We got a lot of information to share with a lot of people. Hopefully it gets, you know, listened to quite a bit. But um, this podcast was pretty much created. We're both nurses. Um, and it was pretty much created to teach or educate or just share best practices from what we experience daily in our careers um, and to get that word out there. Um, and to, you know, get feedback, maybe learn something from our listeners as well and kind of clear, create some kind of platform that we can kind of, you know, grow from. You guys may not know either of us, uh, especially if you're listening to, the, to this for the first time. And of course, you're listening to this for the first time because this is our first podcast. <laughs> yeah. But um, my background, I've been a nurse for about 10 years. Um, I've done critical care for the most of it. Uh, spend a few time, a few years in the rehab setting. And was, you know, kind of bouncing between Dallas and Houston at first, but finally have settled in Houston. Been doing rapid response now for about five years. Before that, I spent quite a few years in the ICU. So what I have to share may be a little bit different than what my co-host will have to share. Um, And I'll give her a few minutes to introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her background. Hey, guys. Just wanted to say thank you for tuning in to the Shift Report. Um, We really are very enthusiastic nurses. We want you guys to really learn something. And honestly, we want to learn from you guys as well. So uh, thanks for being here. A little bit about my background. I've been a nurse for a little over two and a half years now in the medical surgical setting. So I do a lot of bedside. That's pretty much my background. Um, I love it. I don't know if I could ever be an ICU or an ER, one of those critical care nurses, (laughs) but... Uh, that's a little bit too um, heart-wrenching for me. So, um, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. So, you know, we talk a lot about how things are so very different. And I think one of the first things we want to talk about is this overall concept that I've kind of been seeing. I've been, you know, kind of walking around the hospital because it's kind of part of my job. And I was, you know, happened to be on one of the units in the hospital and I see one of the nurses, and she called a rapid response early, early morning on, like, the east side of the floor. So, you know, we do our thing, we get the patient stabilized, we get it moved. Later that afternoon, she, unfortunately, her patient decompensated and had another rapid response. And now she's on the west side of the floor. So, in my head, I'm just like, wow, either that's a horrible patient assignment, or, you know, she got moved, or something's going on. And then I learned about this team nursing concept that they were doing during the pandemic. And I know that it's been kind of something that people have been talking about. But for me, I'm not at the bedside. Right. So I don't get an opportunity to learn about it, but you have. Yeah. So I wanted to get your thoughts on it, how it's working for you and what the whole team nursing concept even is, especially for people who aren't, you know, implementing it. And from what I know, it's a very, very old practice. Sure. Yeah. So, um, And maybe you guys can fact check me about this, but according to what my hospital or my facility had mentioned, it's something that New York was doing. 
like during the pandemic yeah during the pandemic so um that's kind of where i guess they adopted it from and what team nursing is it's like a it's a model of nursing where the entire unit kind of acts as a whole Mm -hmm. so everyone's working in unison with one another instead of just one nurse having her five, four patients and moving on that way. So there has been a lot of challenges um, when it comes to team nursing. And I think the biggest challenge was the adaptation mm-hmm. and learning Yeah, a yeah. completely new model of nursing when, you know, you're taught one thing through nursing school and it's x y and z and this is how things like are you get six patients or five patients or two patients right and you and know everything about them exactly you know everything about them you know their medications you know their histories you know what surgical procedures they have had things like that and then you get into this team nursing model which i'll explain in depth of what it is and why it worked for some hospitals but also the stresses behind it on the nursing side of it. Yeah. So like, you know, when I, when I think about it, it's, it's almost, uh, it's uncomforting because I mean, I don't know, I haven't, I've never had six patients before. Right. But what does that feel like? I guess, what does that feel like? Well, I guess first, like, what is it? Like, I don't think I even understand the concept behind it. Right. So I'll talk about like in, at my facility, what team nursing was is basically you have, Say you have a bed, like a, a 30 unit bed right. is what we have. Okay. Within those 30 beds, you have three nurses that are assessment nurses. So those are the primary nurses that are taking care of 10 patients each. 10 yes. patients. Yes, you heard that right. And ten charting patients. assessments on 10 patients. Absolutely. Okay. All right. With that, you have two medication nurses for the entire floor. So that... The medication nurses each have 15 patients. Okay. By themselves to give medications to. All of them. They they are solely responsible for every medication for each one of those 15 patients. Okay. And I'm, then... I have a feeling that that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. We do have a resource, resource nurse, okay. and that nurse is uh, really there for anyone and everyone on that unit so say you have an iv that's gone bad you're like hey resource nurse i need a new iv in bed so and so or any admission or discharges that you have to do she can do those for you because realistically when you have a ratio of one to ten or one to fifteen it's just not feasible to be able to do all of that for each one of your patients and stay safe yeah that one in 15. Okay, so when I worked rehab mm-hmm. as my first, first job, right. I had 16 patients. I had an entire wing of this rehab facility. But my responsibilities were like very slim to none. Right. Some of my patients I didn't even see after the morning because they didn't have any medications. Physical therapy was working with them. The CNA would do everything. And I would just check in on them. Right. But this is the hospital we're talking about. Yeah. So this inpatient setting, it's like, all right, you're talking to different physicians. You're talking to surgeons. You're talking to family members. So you're really trying to grasp every single thing about each patient. Like, that's hard for just doing for five patients. But now you've doubled your load and all that responsibility is still on you. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say like there was definitely cons it was very stressful um you know i think in a certain day 
the level of anxiety each one of us felt and you could just see it on everyone's faces yeah honestly like walking down the hall you could just see everyone's like just flat affect just everyone's just jaded yeah and just missing yeah and you know that was kind of like a feeling that people had anyway like you know because the of the pandemic was, yeah, yeah absolutely the, the pandemic was horrible like and you know people were having to do things that they weren't used to heavy patient assignments heavy patient loads the patients were really 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 sick yeah, the ac um, acuity of patients during COVID has just skyrocketed. Right. And and then on top of that, you're throwing this curveball and you're giving this new bottle. I don't think I would personally take that very well. Yeah. I don't think I could function properly. Right, right. I think it, it was just such a ordeal that like I had brought it up in so many different like team meetings. Like, hey, guys, this is not working. Right. And it's not just me. This was across the board. Mm -hmm. Every floor nurse was feeling the anxiety and the stress uh, behind team nursing. But for the hospital as a whole, it's what made sense. Right. Because there were a lot of healthcare workers in, in a very short amount of time that were getting sick. Yeah, yeah. We started losing staff too. Yeah. Yeah. Tons. So because of that, the hospital was able to ensure that the patient load was covered right. by a certain amount of nurses, even if they were to lose staff. Right. So like, let me ask you this. So as a nurse who started on her floor or unit, taking the normal five to six patients or whatever, and then you get this new, I don't know, 10 patient assessment nurse assignment. What was that like? Like, did you feel like you were doing more work? Was it about the same because you weren't giving medications? And, you know, it's, you got to right. be fair. Like some some of those tasks were taken away from you. Yeah. But how did it feel? Like, did you did you feel okay? Like, were you able to, did you feel like it was too much or? I mean, going into it, I was like, how, how are we going to do this? But I also had in the back of my mind that this is a model that has been working. Like it's, it's worked. Right. Whether it was back in the 1980s mm -hmm. or even more recently in New York. Right. So it was working. So I had to tell myself like, hey, nurses are doing this. Right. So I need to be one of them. Right. Like, right. I need to step it up. Mm -hmm. um, did it take a toll? Absolutely. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. And I think we're all kind of had to step up to the plate, you know, as a profession because we were doing things that we weren't either used to or you knew that this was like something that doesn't come around like you right. know 1918 yeah. was the last global pandemic and i think what was an another difficult part is like we no longer had family members yeah allowed in the hospital setting right. so you know family members are a big help mm -hmm. whether we like to admit that or not like they help and the anxiety for yeah, the if patients, you use them properly right <laughs> right know, it can kind of go both <laughs> ways but if you're smart enough and you utilize their presence you it helps yeah. yeah so especially in the floor so when that was no longer a thing we were like wow now you're being on the phone and family wants updates and you know you're trying to wrap your head around each patient anyway so you're like making sure you're giving the right information about the right patient to the correct family member wow yeah you got so, a lot of hipaa stuff to worry about then exactly you gotta make sure these people are Right. right, getting the right information, <laughs> yeah. or they call them the next day and be like, "Wait, so and so <laughs> told me X, Y, and Z." Like, can you imagine you tell someone like, "Hey, your family member didn't make it post surgery," right? Like, and it's yeah. the completely opposite it's patient. It's so it's it's very scary. It honestly, um, just 
being in that setting, going through it. Uh, kudos to anyone who is still doing it because luckily for us, our hospital has went, like transitioned out of that. So you're not doing it anymore. Correct. Um, I think after a while, management and, you know, the uppers realize like, hey, this is extremely stressful. And, you know, I think they probably got enough complaints right, about right, it right, right, right. to, you know, start the transition out of it. Yeah. But at the same time, it was rough. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess for me, when I think about it, it will, you know, I spent most of my time in ICU. So whenever I had patients, it was only two, sometimes three, you know, sometimes one. I knew everything about those people. I knew what they had for breakfast. I knew what they had for lunch, dinner, if they were eating. You knew how much they had. Exactly. Each. So like, what does that feel like, I guess, as a medication nurse, as you walk in and you're about to hang an antibiotic or something and I don't know, doctors there or physical therapy or occupational therapies, there asking you information about this patient and it's literally noon and it's the first time you're working with this person, you know, right. like what does that even feel like? So I think, so, you know, I did every single role there was, I was the assessment nurse. I was the medication nurse. I was the resource nurse and we were on this rotation the medication nurse by far was the hardest job out of all of them. And why that is, is because with 15 patients, you, I started morning meds at 7.30. I did not finish morning meds until 11.30. Oh, wow. For 15 patients. Yeah. So within this time frame, you have to make sure all your antibiotics are on time. You have to make sure you're circling around and everyone's fluids are still running and right. they have full bags. And if an antibiotic is finished, you're making sure, you know, you're flushing their IVs. You're making sure, you know, everything is good. Um, and by the time I finished morning meds, it was time for afternoon meds and insulins. And literally when I had 15 patients, out of those 15 patients, 13 were diabetics. So you're giving insulin and to sugar 13, checks? Yeah, to 13 different patients. So, oh, my God. Wait, do you have, like, techs we as do. well that are yes. helping? Yes. So luckily, Enough? we do have techs that will, like, check the blood sugars and um, do vital signs and stuff. But regardless, when you have 13 people that you have to give insulin to, you are either giving it early or you're giving it late. Yeah. And very few patients are getting that insulin on time. Yeah. Are these assessment nurses like helping you out with medications or vice versa if for every reason, if, you know, for any reason they get finished quick or something? Like No. So they're just sticking because to their no one Because no one ever gets finished. Oh, so you're just all scrambling for 12 Everyone hours. Everyone is scrambling. Yeah. Dad, that sounds like a nightmare. It was. Yeah. It was. So the, as the medication nurse... The only time I sat down was for, for my 30-minute break. That was it. Did you get a break every day? Most days. Yeah. Because at that point, everyone was very strict about you taking your breaks. And I thank them for that because I, if they weren't so strict about taking your break, I, don't, I probably wouldn't have. Right, right. Because you're just in this high anxiety situation and you just want to get everything done. Right. And more importantly, everything to be on time, right. even though it was very difficult and very rare. Right, right. And that's just the reality of it. Gotcha. Okay. So 
I mean, it sounds like this wasn't a really good experience for you, but I wonder if there were other people in different hospitals or in different areas that did have a good experience. Are there parts of it that you that you think would be, I guess, positive or could be a good thing or could be something that you could sustain and actually do for a long period of time? I think the there's a couple of changes that if they made to team nursing, at least in my facility and maybe other facilities have made these changes and maybe it worked better for them. Right. We don't know because we didn't really experiment with it at all. Right, right. Um, would be that adding another medication nurse. So Okay. So even if a medication nurse had 10 patients, it would lighten the load tremendously. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 1 to 10 is a little bit too much for meds. 1 to 15. Oh, 1 to 15 is too much for medications. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. 1 to five or six is too much, but right. you guys do that on the daily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, even just that one addition right. probably would have made things a lot easier wow. for us. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm really curious to actually hear from our, our listeners as yeah. well, like who else is doing this. Um, so if you're out there, you know, you have any suggestions or you want to talk about your experience with it, I think it'd be nice to know because it seems like you had a pretty negative one. Right. Yeah. I, I'm very curious to see if there's any positive experiences with team nursing. Right. Or even hospitals that are continuously doing this doing it or adopting it maybe permanently. Right. Right. So if you are listening and you've had a different experience or a similar experience, you know, leave some comments down. You know, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, maybe even compare and contrast or even take pieces from you know, they might have some best practices that they can share with us right. that you could take back. I mean, I know you guys aren't doing it anymore, but next time, hopefully there's not a next time. Right. But if something like this were to happen, it's really good to know. And it's good to, you know, kind of share experiences from people kind of all over the country or even all over the world because um, nursing is such a worldwide Exactly. Career, Very vast you know, and There's so many of us. But that pretty much concludes our episode for today. I know it's short, but that's kind of the goal. You know, we want to be able to catch you guys going to work or maybe on a break. Uh, we're not going to extend these too long. We'll have multiple episodes. So you'll be able to kind of tune in to, to random, random episodes here and there to kind of pick topics that, you know, kind of speak to you or maybe even learn about something that you've never heard of. Right. Um, but the key is to keep it short. Um, you can learn more about team nursing. Miriam wrote, I think you wrote a great blog post on right, our website. A more detailed blog post about team nursing, the pros and cons of it, what it entails, uh, my personal experience with it, um, which I had the pleasure of sharing with you guys. Yeah. 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 So the website there is www.therealistrealistrn.com. You can go over there, you can click on the, the blog post and kind of find the team nursing one and read a little bit more in depth. We just wanted to share your experience to people who prefer to listen to it. Right. Um, you can also find this podcast on YouTube. We'll be hosting on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple uh, Music as well. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, tune back in for more next week. We're going to have some great topics coming up. We'll have some great guests as well. Um, you know, we're having some RTs coming out. We'll have a financial guru come and talk about, you know, how you can save money as a nurse as well. So the possibilities are really endless. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this. Hopefully you guys take this information and you know, come up with something or even leave a comment, tell us how we can be better or what topics you would like to us to possibly talk about. And if we are experts on it, or if we have more information on it, we'd love to share with, you know, our viewers. So we really appreciate it. Um, and that's it. Episode one is done, folks. Yeah. Thank you for listening to 
The Shift Report. Be sure to check back every week to get real-time advice from The Realist Nurses. Or follow us at TheRealistRN.com.